Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, episode twenty-five, season or season three, episode one. Yeah, if you're gonna keep doing that, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna stick with it until you guys break. <laughs> So, uh, uh, I'm your host today, this month, uh, Chopper. I'm Rob. And I'm John Jack. You're not Brian. You're not. I know. I thought this was dead on the podcast and I jumped on board. (laughs) John, John Jack here is filling in for Mr. Novak, who is getting married this weekend. So send out your congrats to him on the Mar page. Uh, hopefully in the stress of wedding. Doesn't kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So with that being said, why don't we uh, head on into the dropship and see what everyone's doing. Well, that was quick. That's what we're doing, right? (laughs) Fine. Dropship landing. All right. Welcome to the dropship. Uh, let's see what everyone is working on. Mr. Harper, what have you got going on? Anything? Uh, no, no, nothing at all this time. (laughs) (laughs) Not a damn thing. Unfortunately, somebody's making me print out millions of 15 millimeter things, so. Oh, but you have, but I feel like there's something, there's some mech related printing you might have done with that 15 millimeter. I guess so, yeah. I did do some mechs in that at 15 millimeter scale. That is true. And we can't say what it is yet. It's a bit of a surprise, but we'll we'll show them off once we uh, put it out there. But yes, uh, yes, that's what I've been doing the whole time, just three D printing yeah. nonstop. My poor printer, Mister uh, Jack. Have you worked on anything by any chance? I know you're uh, a, a last minute addition here, but uh... yeah, actually, I've got uh, some some uh, smaller, not 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 big, giant stompy robots, but I've done some mech work that uh, uh, Rob. And uh, uh, Jack had when they redid um, Dead Zone, the 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 mech battle game, Mech Zone, yep, Mech Zone. I went and I pulled all my pieces of all five <laughs> of my different uh, uh, Strider models and made four different mechs out of them. I <laughs> made. Oh, nice. I've got I've got one that I have that's it's. I took the um, the Inferno Cannon from the 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 the, the Forge Fathers. <laughs> Took that off, made that a basically the the tank tread base, and put a mech body on top with two little drilly arms coming out, and that's going to be one of them. And I've got other things I've got in my garage that I uh, kitted things out. And that's I'm going back to my um, uh, 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 my orc uh, bodgery kind of. I'm going to see what these pieces are and how I can make them all fit together. So now we just got to stat them up, and uh, if we're allowed to ever be in the same room together, we'll play some mech <laughs> Right. I'll, yeah, I'll, I, I will send them to you, and I'll say, hey, this kind of looks like this. Would this work for this? That's right. Yeah, you know you know enough about Dead Zone. You know all the different weapon options. You can yeah, yeah. choose them up, and there you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so... Question of uh, working in between commissions and <laughs> getting things put together for my own self. That's right. If anybody needs anything painted, contact John Jack. He'll paint anything. Yeah, what is, what is, what is uh, your painting uh, site called? Uh, I've, I've, I don't really have one. Yeah, I mean, you can go to, uh, uh, you know, Crippled Fox Gaming on YouTube, but, or you can just email me at, you know, therealjohnjack at gmail.com. I do love your, uh, your name of uh, your company. <laughs> I, it, it, if, if I may digress, it was a joke in from our Pathfinder game. That we ended up saying because we had someone who had to know what the name of the inn and the town was. And I said Crippled Fox, and they said great. So it was that was the running gag was it was a chain that we had our punch cards for. It's like Crippled Fox, Crippled Fox, Crippled Fox. And now I've just Crippled Fox Gaming, and I went on a you know one of those websites that has hey what's what's some uh, uh, coat of arms look at the hey, well there's this fox rampant or whatever and I took a, a because I'm only good at MS paint because I'm old and made a little <laughs> bandage paint. on him a little, band, little bandage on his leg and so it's, it's just crippled fox he's got a little adorable <laughs> bandage on him. there you go and also on Facebook if you want to I don't I don't know how to monetize this so this is for funsies 
There you go. You're you're always designing <laughs> new games for Mantic and their Mantic Knights and everything. So yeah, I've I've got that kind of thing where it's like, what will give me an excuse to get more of these cool models? Oh hey, how can I get four wingets in a room? <laughs> I know how. <laughs> I'll make them race or fight. <laughs> or... <laughs> and that's that that is actually on the or no. Oh God, it was such a disaster. It's on the Crippled Fox Gaming Facebook page because I was having my daughter help me post it for Mantic Virtual Day, and she posted it on her YouTube <laughs> channel, and I was absolutely. So you had to link it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's on. Yeah, I can't. I don't know how to link it. So, but then the other one, uh, Dungeon Saga, is on mine. Anyway, back to the show. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I just took that train of thought around the band. So that's what you've been better. working on. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yes, I, I, I myself have not worked on much of anything because I am also wrapped up in the same project that Rob is wrapped up. Uh, but I did print up some 15 millimeter. Should I just go ahead and say it? No. No? Oh. A little orc Maxwell calm. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> you might as well just said it then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nobody no, listens to this anyways. No, no one, no one <laughs> dead listens to this anyway. So, <laughs> well, now you've got me on the hook. You're just, you're just gonna tangle me up. <laughs> this is all just for you. Line? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> else cares. So, John Jack's the only one that's in suspense oh, at this point. Oh, you guys, I've got enthusiasm of ten men. But I will say, I am done with the printing process of it now. I just got to get to the painting. I have two more flyers to print, and then I'm painting. Yep. So then I'll get, I'll be able to get back to uh, yeah I, I I definitely want to print some more Max <laughs> I'm itching I well I want to get definitely get to that Devastator from I think that's the next thing I want to get to because I keep looking at it oh you're gonna buy a Devastator oh yeah you bought the kit yeah for the yeah, Fury model the, yeah, that's right the Fury model I was thinking about the thousand dollar one that we were looking at the uh... <laughs> so yeah. I wish. Your wife would disown you if you uh, brought home a $1,000 Devastator. That's the same height as her. Uh, If I was was only able to keep the living. (laughs) Plus, your dogs might uh, use it for a scratching post or something. They might actually be too scared of it. (laughs) Only if it makes a vacuum noise. Exactly. (laughs) All right, well, that was a pretty quick dropship. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I hope we have this might be the shortest episode ever. I hope we have some uh, more things to talk about. Well, we do have a, a good mech bay, which we will get to in a minute. All right. Uh, yeah, so let's move on to Comstar. Okie dokily. Message from Comstar. All right, Comstar. This is the stuff where we talk about TVs, movies, and books, video games, RPGs, and other things. Uh, I will start this time around because I actually have done some reading and some stuff. Uh, I started the, the third book of the Ashley Potter series and went ahead and just went and did the digital download. So I started reading the last of that Gatewalker Charity and, uh, to be honest, I was still digging it. If you guys are looking for something that's not Battletech or other more quote unquote mainstream mech, I would check out this Ashley Pollard's uh, Kate Walker trilogy. Uh, I forget. I think is that was is that Bear Ross that you gave us that thing? Yeah, it might have been. He's the yeah. I always, I always say I want to remember the guy's name. Who, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. He's always posting uh, other authors because he's an author too. Like I, I'll just butt in right here. I just finished his second Junction World book, and a lot of great mech action in there too, and it was awesome. And I can't wait for more. So I butted in. Back to Matt. Back to Pat. <laughs> I've actually started reading the. We've uh, since uh, the, the group that we I hang out with. Uh, we've started getting back into RPG, so I started uh, your toughs. The bunch of toughs you hang out with. Bunch of toughs, yeah. <laughs> Canadian, those Canadian hoodlums. Uh, I started actually thumbing through. I haven't actually read, but I've been giving it a peruse, uh, a quick peruse. Uh, because you know when you know when you play play a lot of different RPG games, you kind of get a sense of all the other ones. So I'm just kind of flipping through it. Uh, but to get to hit the nail on the head, I've been looking through the the RP, uh, the Robotech. Oh, the new one. Playing yeah. Book that we just got the nice leather bound one that we picked yeah, up yeah. on the Kickstarter. Um, so it's actually promising. So I'm kind of 
I'm kind of on the fence about wanting to GM one or wanting to talk someone into GMing it so I can play in it. <laughs> I assume that would be me since I'm the only one who owns it. <laughs> well, at this point, yeah. I got some uh, cyberpunk up my pocket first. We gotta, we gotta get through that. Yeah, we gotta finish our D and D one, sir, or our old school essentials one. I should say that is true. Uh, that uh, he was been looking through the Battletech Tech Manual that I picked up at Gen Con that I haven't had a chance to read, so I started reading through that again. The latest one, the new one that just came out at Catalyst Games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's really starting to put a fire in me to get a old school Battletech game, and I want to find uh, like ten to twelve hours to set aside to play a full game. Nah. <laughs> Play some Alpha Strike. <laughs> I take that back. I just joke. I mean, it's not as long as that, but you know, it, it's a good afternoon, I think, and uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to one doing that. Uh, uh, one of the things I saw that our friend at Cav, uh, John Walker at Cav, uh, did he put a new uh, Al Marithil Al Marithil starter set that you can now buy along with the the Rock the. I You're never going to remember all the other ones. No. Ugh. Yeah, but he's got a new starter set for him, which is cool. Four, four mechs, and you get. The, I think when you buy the starter set, you get you can buy it with the book or without. It's, they're great. That's yeah. where I got my original set. I can't remember who I got originally, but I have so many now. There are so many Cav laying around my room <laughs> right now. <laughs> I got the Riddling as my first one. Yeah, I can't remember who I did the first one. Uh, video wise, I started, uh, we did a nice long talk about Pat Labor and everything, uh, last podcast that it got me wanting to watch the original OVAs again. So I started watching those, uh, when I have some downtime at work and so it's going to be a little slower going. Uh, but the Pat Labor, man, those, those are good. The OVAs are really good. I mean, they're just kind of funny. Well, uh, how, I don't know how far you're in yet. But they, they they are funny at the beginning, and then they get damn serious by the end. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll jump on that train. I I adored that. That was one of the first kind of mecha based things I got, and I didn't know what I was getting into, but I thought the mechs were cool. And yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of a police procedural, and then it's like, oh no, this is this is getting a you know, it takes a different turn. You know, the 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 OVA is 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 one thing, and then they've got. I think I've got the DVD somewhere of the of the TV show. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is a little more lighter. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I said. It's uh, and just to warn people, if you've never seen Pat Labor, it's uh, it doesn't take a Brian Novak turn. It takes a just a serious like political <laughs> turn, not a yeah, not a uh, darling of the Franks turn. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about darling of the Franks. So yeah, uh, that is what you're into. Sure. Well, Rob, why don't you continue then? Because that's pretty much all I had. Well, to continue on the pat labor, I, I, once again, I've had a lot of time off until recently. I went back to work a couple days ago now, but, uh, I had a lot of time off. So I watched all of the pat labor up until, oh. I'm halfway through the, the 47 episodes of the TV show. I think I'm on like 27 right currently. But wow. yeah, the original OVA and all the movies and the TV show. The OVA, yeah, it starts off, like, at first I was like, oh, I'm not sure what it is. And then I was laughing my ass off by halfway through. And then by the end, I'm like, what What just happened? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> uh, the movies are much more serious, I found. They, they, cause they, the production quality is amazing on the movies. Cause obviously they were in Japan, they were yeah. in theaters. And it almost spoiled me for when the TV show come on. Cause it so looked so much TV show, like cartoony. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. those were movies, but very serious. And one of them's like a, like a noir, like, follows two cops like it barely the the pat labors are barely in it like but uh pretty good all three movies and then yeah the tv show it's back to being pretty light but there's still some serious stuff and like there's kaiju show up once in a while there's ghosts there's it's just crazy like anything can happen in the show you never know what's gonna happen <laughs> they when 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 the office when they take a trip to the bathhouse i was like wait yeah. where's this show going yeah in the OVA, not... they do a bathhouse yeah <laughs> right, that's what it was okay yeah, I remember where yeah it was. that was one that there was fake ghosts it was like a scooby-doo episode but right, yeah <laughs> in the in the tv show there's real ghosts so i'm like oh is this a scooby-doo episode again and i'm like nope they're real ghosts so i'm like oh okay that was the last one I watched, I think. I was just like, well, that came out of nowhere. But yeah, Kaiju all the time. In the OVA, there's a Kaiju, and in the regular series, there's just experiments of, like, there's always some mad scientist making something in a lab, and then they have to go beat it up with their, uh, with their, uh, pet labors. 
Pat Labors. <laughs> yeah, great show. If you haven't seen it, I know the box set just came out recently without everything, but oh, uh, there's ways to watch it online, I'm sure, and uh, definitely go check out that because it's it's great. It is a great show. And you, at first, once again, the characters I I watched it the OVA I watched uh, 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 dubbed. And the movies I watched dubbed, I think. But then the TV show, the first certain ones I watched were all subbed. And I was like, okay, I, I was getting into it. Because I, I kind of like the uh, the way that the Japanese actors are. And then it went to back to being dubbed. And I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty... Uh, it, was, it was like a, a assault <laughs> yeah, I, on my ears. Because they went to... I, it's the classic, like, anime high-pitched voice and stuff. I was like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but you get used to it. And it, it is light, so it doesn't matter too much. But it's fun. The movies, there's a, I don't know if anybody watches Critical Role. In the Pat Labor movies, a lot of the Critical Role cast are doing the voices. I'm like, I recognize that voice. And really? Like, yeah. It's funny. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, the, that is what I've been watching. How about you, uh, John? You've, you, you watched anything? It's, I, I've been doing a whole lot of, uh, just, just hunkering down and, and doing commissions and stuff, but when I've, what, there's been some stuff I did. It's there's mechs in it. It's called uh, it's that Tales from the Loop. It's mm. a um, it's uh, it's it's a it's a book series by Simon Stallenhag, who's a Swedish writer. There is an RPG of this, and it has it's a strange. It's I, I can't even describe it. It's a little bit. It's a little bit X Files. It's a little bit uh, Stranger Things. Yes, it's, 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 yeah, because the main protagonists in a lot of these stories are little kids. And in the RPG, uh, there's, there's a couple people I follow on Twitch, uh, Angelie Smith, the geek girl bookworm, I think is her Twitch handle that she's doing, so they're doing live action stuff. I, I haven't been able to sit and watch enough of it, but there's, it's a lot of, a little bit, it's, it's a little bit Scooby-Doo, it's a little bit, um, uh, a little bit of this and that and the other thing. And it's, it, it like I said, I, it's so hard to describe because it's such a weird storyline that there's a particle accelerator and something may have happened in the particle accelerator that's may or may not have mm-hmm. opened these weird dimensional doorways. And so they have these giant technical, uh, you know, they're, they're basically laborers who, you know, little kids, Hey, I stole my dad's glove. Let's go mess around with this thing and wreck a car <laughs> or something like that. But it's that kind of thing where it's, um, you know, I haven't done a whole lot of, uh, extraneous uh, viewing of things but yeah it's 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 a really fun and the 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 books are gorgeous there's there's three different books there's um tales from the loop there's uh um um uh the electric state is the third one and i can't remember what the middle one's called but they're they're a gorgeous uh and they take uh, place in like sweden or somewhere don't they yeah yeah they take place in in sweden the guy yeah. is very much he was a fan of big sweeping landscapes but he was also a big fan of giant technical like giant sci-fi towers or mm-hmm. here's this weird sci-fi stuff that's 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 in it and so there's there's actually i don't remember which book it's from but it is a giant mecha that's basically if you look up mecha cat thing Simon Stallenhog it's a picture of like a giant cartoon cat like a like a Felix the cat or not no not, not yes not Fritz the cat Felix the cat <laughs> looking uh mech that's kind of draped over this highway overpass and it's just there's there's so many things in there that I really really dig aesthetically and it's it's another one of those things that I would if we could uh get those to work in like a Starfinder campaign well Starfinder's got um uh Max now? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Something? Yeah, stuff like that. Man, well, the- <laughs> I'm, I'm on board with all that stuff. Uh, to finish Tales from Loop, it's on, the new TV show is on, is it on Prime yeah, or it's HBO? On Amazon. Or? It's on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. I, I haven't watched, watched it yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been yeah, looking to get into it, but I'm watching too much Pat Labor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's just, there's, there's, I've got all this time and I, I use it to do what? Oh, dumb yeah. stuff. Yeah. Instead of important stuff like watching series. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, Starfinder just released, uh, they're adding mechs to, uh, the game. It's in beta testing now, I think. The link is, uh, if you yeah. want to go check it out, is in the show notes. But that's interesting, cause it, it is sci-fi, and it, it makes sense to add, like, that kind of stuff, and it wasn't in it originally. There was a bit of powered armor, I think, but not, mm-hmm. nothing that big as a mech, so. I think it, it fits in. That, that Starfinder pretty much encompasses every, thing you could think of in space it's exactly it's yeah. you know it's like Shadowrun where it's got all the different 
fantasy races in the sci-fi setting, but it's in far future. Like, I don't even know if it's a future. I don't think it's Earth-based at all. Is it? Maybe it is. Uh, no, maybe it's based on wherever Pathfinder's based on, whatever planet that is. But Yeah, whatever that. But yeah, it's uh, we've looked into Starfinder a bit. I've never played it, but I've uh, definitely looked into it. And uh, yeah, mech, any any role-playing game that has mechs in it, that, that makes everything better. Well, the one thing I, the one picture I see here, it looks, it's more like a power armor than a mech mech. Uh, it's a little bit, yeah, it's bigger than that though. It's more like, it's almost like Strider, but a dead zone Strider size, where it's, you yeah. kind of sit in it. Uh, yeah. And speaking of, uh, other role playing games that are, that are based on mechs, MechWar Destiny is out, the new, uh, Battletech RPG. It's available on, I, I think you can get hard copies, but it's also on, uh, 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 what is it? RPG. Drive-through? Drive-through RPG, yeah. And supposedly it's simpler than the previous versions of MechWare. I, I played like MechWare, ver- like book two, like the, not the original one, but the second one, and it was pretty complex. So, and I think uh, Destiny also has some simple mech combat rules in it too, which I mean, might be interesting to try out too. Oh. Who, uh, who put that out? Catalyst? Yeah, Catalyst, yeah. Right. It was part of the, uh, I have it coming, but it's part of the Kickstarter, so it's not coming until the Kickstarter comes, so I gotta wait. Oh, now. nice. And, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just going into news, but there's also, uh, our, our buddy Fabian, loyal listener, I hope still, he, uh, fa- found a game called, uh, Mechtop, it's a new skirmish game, and it's, uh, for one to ten players, and you can use, Whoa. you can use whatever mecha models you have, so it's one of these ones. Mechtop is what yeah. it's called? Sorry. Mechtop, yeah, the, it's yeah. mechtop.com if you want to check it out. Is it going, is it going to Kickstarter? I'm not sure if it's going to Kickstarter, or if it's just available. It says now live on Kickstarter with solo mode. Oh, it isn't. There you go. Top. I have to check that out. I might have to uh, jump in there. Twenty days to go. It's uh, it's twenty one thousand is the goal, or eight thousand. Well, well, let's hope that they get a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the best thing is yeah, you don't you don't have to. You just use whatever models you have laying around, and you can nice. You know, play with Gundams. You can play with BattleTech. You can play with Transformers. You could play with anything. Uh, it's showing uh, Pacific Rim models they're playing with. Like, where's uh, okay? It's uh, just Mech Top. I'm 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 quick googling this. Mecha Top. Mecha Top. Mecha Top. Yes, sir. God. Okay, there we go. Because yeah, I was coming up with some weird. It's like okay, I'm the audience surrogate. I don't know nothing. No, it's good. <laughs> it's good because I think I did say Mech Top. It's Mecha Top. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited yeah, to try that. Like- these look like the Fear Eye models, Transformers. Oh, yeah. It's whatever you have. You can use whatever you want. A lot of Gundams. There we go. So it's... it's it's. Oh, my. Oh, and it's got the Evangelion. Oh, I'm on board immediately. Oh, yes. <laughs> if, you, if you back it, you have a chance to win a Neo Zeong. Did you see that? I uh, saw that. It's like the half the height of that woman, and it lights up. That's the yep. one That's the one I wanted. Well, there I you go. That... We know you're, you're back in this project now. Doggone it, you guys. It looks like it's a. In here. <laughs> you get for uh, it looks about about forty forty pounds. You get everything. Uh, for for only uh, twenty pounds, you get the rule book. So solo mode. It's cool. So yeah, yeah. Kind of cool. we got that going for us. And uh, is that everything? I think that might be everything. I think it's everything. I think that covers the Comstar. This is the Comstar. All right, so we'll be heading to Mech Bay where we have a special guest. Can I announce I now who the special guest is? Sure, why not? Uh, go ahead, Rob. Uh, it's uh, Cameron Duker from uh, Redline Tactical Card Combat, new uh, game coming to uh, Kickstarter. It's a Pedro Studios, the, yep. the publisher. And uh, we, we talked to him about his new upcoming Kickstarter. It's a uh, card game, so it's a really good chat, so please listen. All right, let's head on into the Mech Bay Hangar with Cameron. Now entering the Mech Bay Hangar. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Mech Bay Hangar. Today, uh, this episode, we have a special guest, uh, Cameron Duker. With uh, are you with Saving Throw Studios, right? <coughs> I am Saving Throw Studios. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, he is all the all-encompassing Saving Throw Studios. Uh, he uh, is also part of a upcoming Kickstarter card game, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but uh, Cameron, uh, why don't you give us a, a, a quick history of uh, who you are and how you started in gaming and everything? 
Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on the show, and um, I'm excited to be on here and talk about our uh, upcoming card game, which is called Redline. Um, but I guess my, my gaming history, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, if you have any gaming history? <laughs> War game. I, my, I, I distinctly remember my very first, like, real kind of, like, gaming game experience. Uh, one of my friends had a... Uh, Battletech technical readout. <laughs> we got together at his pool table at his house, and I think I had a Shadowhawk 2C. <laughs> and uh, I still remember I got uh, head capped pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was really fun. And like that night, I went home, talked to my dad. We went out and bought City Tech the next day. Oh, the old uh, nice. comic book store by my house. This sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same same story everyone has, but uh, since that uh, happened, the uh, hook got baited pretty hard, and so we've been gaming ever since. Nice. Um, and then, so is Warren Game? So, uh, what do you do uh, besides uh, play games, and what do you do for a living? So, I am a uh, uh, high school history teacher by profession. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, uh, entrepreneur by ADD, I guess. Uh, <laughs> single father, divorced, and middle-aged, and um, still got my gaming group from high school, and, and we play a lot of things. And uh, uh, last couple of years, been trying to, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I, I always consider myself like a creative person, I guess. I like to make things. Uh, I bounce around a lot between different ideas or projects, but Redline has been going on for a while now, and so that's something that uh, is kind of taken off and excited to uh, to put out there. Oh, that's cool that you guys get uh, you guys still got your high school gaming group together. Oh, they, we, I mean, Corona's made it hard, but uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, we've been managing to uh, we play a lot of Magic. I uh, used to do a lot of X Wing BattleTech back in the day, but we uh, jump back on Mega Mech now because of uh, the Corona. Mm-hmm. And that's been kind of fun to get back in there and play that a little bit. So you make it work. Right. That's nice. Uh, so I would, so it's safe to say that uh, you got a, a pretty steep BattleTech background, then. Yeah, quite a bit. I mean, we had all the books. We had tons of mini. I remember staying up till two in the morning painting those things in my kitchen, running out of uh, my mom's nail thinner, <laughs> going in the garage and. Dousing those things in gasoline because I just had to, you know, scrub the paint off of them. And again, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have memories like that. But, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, you know, it's, it's, they're good memories and and, and uh, they're fun memories. That's awesome. All right. Uh, so then uh, let's let's so you start with BattleTech as gamer, and then now you've moved on to uh, Redline, which is a uh, is it safe to say it's a CCG or is it a deck builder? Uh, it's not collectible. That's like magic and booster packs and random stuff. A lot of people don't like that. Um, that's not what we're into. It's not a living card game. Uh, that's trademarked by a different company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, uh, it is expandable. So you, you know everything you get. You can build your collection up, and then you can play yeah. it. Uh, think, think, think of Legos if you're unfamiliar with card games. Okay. You buy your set, and then you can mix and match them later on. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the way to go now. Yeah, CCGs, it's uh, that whole gambling thing. I think it's it's turned a lot of people off that you have to yeah. keep buying and the addiction. And <laughs> Believe me, I used to be a Magic player, too. So <laughs> yeah. so like Magic's bad now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. going off the rails with that. <laughs> a, a set deck that comes like, here, here's this this deck with this general or this, this, this pilot and that kind of stuff? Exactly, yeah. So okay. we're looking... Core, core set would have two decks, so you can play right out of the box. Got all the tokens you need, uh, and as you said, the, the um, game is built around like generals. If you play Magic Commander, um, you know that's a popular format now, where you kind of get like a leader for your deck. A lot of games do that. Hearthstone has heroes, uh, so yeah, Redline has generals, and then you can buy uh, hopefully expansion decks to get some different uh, cards and play styles, and then mix and match. But you nailed it. Oh, excellent! All right. So, what uh, before we get too far into this? Why don't you start? Uh, you want to give us a background on Redline? And this is the second version of it. So, real quick, 
the game actually goes back to 2016. Hmm. Um, I started playing a X-Wing miniatures game. Okay. And if you're familiar with that, little miniatures moving around a map, rolling dice, getting critical hits, it reminded me a lot of Battletech, but with spaceships. Yes. And for whatever reason, I just had this idea, man, this would be a really cool mech game, and maybe there's like a mobile version light, because I was pretty hooked by this. There wasn't. I was upset, like <laughs> angry, like why is there not a... <laughs> A game, a mobile version of, I mean, ships or mechs or whatever, like, it, it seemed to be a no-brainer. And so, uh, with, with no experience at all, if, if no one's gonna do it, you know, do it yourself. So, started yeah. to make Redline as a mobile game, actually. Oh, that'd, that'd be awesome, actually. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no coding experience. Yeah, that's no, that takes a lot. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm I'm just a gamer guy, yeah, but um, was able to build like a team with some coders and artists uh, early on. I uh, randomly met an ex BattleTech designer, uh, a guy named Stephen Huda, who actually like drew and designed mechs for the game. Yes, and uh, so he's he he liked what I was selling. And uh, he's still on board, but he's the one who designed all of our units. Oh, nice. Uh, the art oh, for the game is pretty strong, I think, but that comes oh. a lot from his his background and, and the strength of his designs. We spent a lot of time. Uh, we call our mechs uh, Afrites. Mm-hmm. Every, every, every good mech game has a different name yeah. for their units. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, gears, Titans, whatever. So Afrite oh. is like a mythology. Myth- Mythological like demon, so that kind of sounded cool. Yeah. It's got an E in the front of it, like E frame Exo Squad. Okay, so, <laughs> okay. So anyway, you're saying all the right words. Okay, so yeah. hitting all the checking off all the boxes. That's yeah. right. And so yeah, he, we uh, had them all as 3D models. We had a little alpha. The game was kind of playable. We did a Kickstarter back then. Um, highlight highlight of the whole thing was. I had posted uh, some parts of the game on Reddit, and randomly one night, uh, like a, an agent contacted me with email, and he represented some musicians in like the gaming industry, and was curious you know, if we would be interested in having, uh, you know, a, a named musician do some uh, music for our game, right? Oh. And I was like, oh well, let me see who you got, and let's see. Um, I guess I could say the name because we put it on the Kickstarter before it's public knowledge. Uh, but we actually, for a while, I mean, nothing came of it, but we had Vince DeCola making music for our game. Oh, nice. Oh, does anyone know who Vince DeCola is? You know, nope. I, you know who he is, you just don't know who he is. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he did the music for the Transformers uh, movie. Oh, yeah, and, of course. Yeah, and okay. Rocky Four. right? Oh, nice. Yeah, like all that really cool, like, synth 80s rock type oh. of stuff oh man uh, yeah he was gonna do a song for us like the theme song and i was like on nerd cloud nine man because that was my favorite movie growing up as a kid uh but fast forward here the the kickstarter fell apart <laughs> it's very hard to make a mobile game uh, yeah and uh just kind of sad on all the art assets we had for a long time a little disgruntled nothing came with it because we got a lot of done and it, it looked really good so fast forward to um, Maybe six months ago, had the idea to to kind of from the ashes take what we had and then make it into uh, a playable card game that kind of had the spirit of uh, the old BattleTech tabletop I liked as a kid, uh, yeah, but merging it with like the magic I'm more into now and actually mm-hmm. came up with a really good blend of the two that I don't think any other games really uh, have. So it, it's pretty unique. It's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Maybe you can uh, do the Vince DeCola soundtrack uh, stretch goal. There you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. This yeah, little thumb drive comes with the uh, every deck. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll look into it. <laughs> you can always just YouTube some stuff while you're playing in the back. That's right. That's the easy way to do it. That yeah. is easy. Way. Uh, all right. So, uh, do you want to? Can you talk about the mechanics a little bit here? Uh, so, yeah, what really makes the game um, unique is that the game is built around um, uh, simultaneous combat. 
So usually when you play Battletech, it's kind of turn based. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are rules for double blind, which we used to do every now and then. Uh-huh. Basically, you can you move in secret, basically. So you, you don't have total information. Um, Mega Mech, if you play that now, the, the computer version, it, it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's like wargaming, basically. You, you can hide and stay hidden and stuff. That's the best way to play. And, uh, so the game is built around that using dials. Uh, when you plan your moves, you and your opponent plan them at the same time. Uh, and what that really does is opens up a lot of strategy because we also have a map. Uh, a big part of Battletech for us growing up was just getting some random maps we had, throwing them on the board and making some monstrosity pieced together map that <laughs> yeah. you had to fight in, right? Yes. Um, yeah, that, that was uh, appeal for us. And so Redline has that as well. The game comes with a, a mission deck with a bunch of like locations. So at the beginning of the game, you'll flip the first five cards over. And that makes your kind of static map for the game where you can go and secure territories and they'll give you bonuses if you can like take the airfield or you can take the artillery range and stuff like that. Uh, but you get, there's maneuver basically. And a lot of card games don't really have that. You kind of magic, for example, is like trench warfare. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you just you just go popping yeah, your yeah, head yeah. over the top. Yep, <laughs> right, right. Go swing in the red zone, and, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, but red line, there's maneuvers, so you can flank and feint mm. and set ambushes and traps as you huh. kind of fight over this map of cards. And every game, it's a different map because there's so many mission cards. Uh, no, no two games will really be the same. So it's a really cool blending, like I said, of, of, of tabletop maneuver, fog of war. Um, combined with your basic card mechanics, like playing instants and equipping your units, making them stronger, stuff like that. It's really cool. Oh, wow. It sounds fantastic. Right. So uh, each, each of Freet is going to be, uh, uh, just, just from what I was looking at on the, on the, on the gallery and some stuff like <clears> that. So you're going to be, each of the Freets is going to be trying to get to those, those center uh, those center places basically to get bonuses or something from certain ones. Cause I was looking, like I said, I'm just looking, was looking at the ones that were here, yeah. but there was one that was, uh, you, you could look at an opponent's hand and is that if you're the only one there, then you get that. Or if somebody comes up then they can both do no, that, yeah. is that something kind of like King of the mountain, right? If you can uh-huh. hold on to that territory, you'll get those bonuses. Okay. And there's one, like, I think there's like a fallen satellite. You can secure yeah, yeah, that. That's the one. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So you can kind of, peek into your opponent's hand. Um, but if they take it away from you, then they get that advantage. Ah, okay. So there's a lot of tug of war going on and fighting over just like in battle tech, mm-hmm. you know, get the high ground or control that little Canyon and stuff like that. So, uh, maneuver is a big part of the game. So yeah, definitely. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you estimate the length of the game? So at? the games is about, Probably about 30 minutes. Oh, that's good. That's oh, nice. Uh, it is, uh, you know, it can be shorter, it can be longer, um, but, you know, <coughs> card games, a lot, you know, they're kind of pick up and go and they're a little bit faster. You don't got to set up everything as much yeah. as, like is in Battletech. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's about, probably about 30 minutes for a game. So, bites, not I want to say bite size, but uh, it's, um, yeah, no, it's a little nosh. <laughs> yeah, not size. That's good. I'm, I'm gonna use that. Are you uh, are you gonna offer a print and play option in the Kickstarter, or is it just uh, starter sets and uh, things? Uh... Uh, it's possible. We got a lot of cool um, back boards we're looking into. Uh, I haven't told anybody yet, but uh, the our designer used to work for Iron Iron Wind Metals. Oh yeah. Doing oh really? Oh yeah. Uh, um, we, we really lucked out. So we actually are taking these, uh, Afrites and we're working right now to put them into like Battletech scale. Oh, that would be um, awesome. Plastic wow. miniatures. Yeah. Uh, and if you've seen these things, definitely <clears throat> go on to redlinegame.com. And you can, uh, <laughs> you can check them out, but they, they really look cool. We'll have, and, we'll have yeah, all the in yeah. the on the on our page and in the Facebook and everything for you guys. Yeah, and your yeah. and your Facebook page has a link to all the artists. I was going through and looking at the like Philip Hammer and the different artists and stuff. And I was looking at some of that stuff that that they did the artwork for your cards. 
uh, that's been one of the funnest parts of this is just building up this world and yeah. finding artists uh, to work with us and, and to create this whole thing. And um, I've got a lot of compliments. I'm not saying it, other people are that the art for the game is amazing. Well, we we're um, saying we're just before we came on, we we're saying the exact thing. We're like, this art yeah. is amazing compared to like, you see a lot of Kickstarters and you're like, Oh, you know, you could tell they just got their buddies They're to passable, do it. But yeah. yeah, this is like real top yeah, layout. Even the card layouts. Yeah. The layouts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Put a lot of work, um, but it's of you know, <coughs> some professional artists, students, uh, hobbyists like like me. I consider myself a hobbyist, but people mm-hmm. who are just kind of passionate. They they're you know creative and they want to they want to be involved in that creative process. They want to make something, and so there's been a lot of work to make things look right and tweak. But I I'm glad that it, it shows. Yeah, because the game does look really cool. Yeah, it looks super professional. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you have a uh, estimated timeline of when you want to get this done and things? Uh... We're looking to do the Kickstarter in a couple weeks. Oh. Um, when I did the mobile game Kickstarter in my uh, hubris, I did a stealth <laughs> launch. <laughs> uh, uh, it worked for like you know if you ever play Apex Legends or something. You know that's kind of the oh. trend now is to just drop a game on people's laps. Yeah, but you got to have like. <laughs> An established yeah. property, um, so we're just making sure we're you know, taking our time and doing it right. But we're looking probably towards the middle of July, and we already got a lot of people signing up with interest right now. So then, don't want to rush it. Don't want to rush it. Uh, an estimated? Can you give an estimated ship date at this point yet? Or we're aiming for uh, Christmas. We'd like to try oh, and get right. it out by Christmas. Oh, Excellent. Most of the game's kind of been developed. A lot of it is just getting art secured, hmm. uh, getting the game made, and then getting it shipped. So it's yeah, actually, printed. card games are a little yeah. simpler than the mobile. Ones. Yeah, so you don't have to worry. About, and, and same with miniature games too, where you have to worry about going to China Sales and doing all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's don't cool. quote me on that, but that's what no, we're yeah. Well, wow. any Kickstarter, <laughs> there's always uh, bumps in the road, but yeah, it's good yeah. to have a but quick timeline. You gotta, you have a sense in, uh, in your head where you want to go. But, uh, of course, just like anything else, that's something you change as things happen. Of course, yeah, yeah. How long uh, are you running the Kickstarter for? Like, are you doing like a month or uh, thirty days? Yeah. Thirty days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like a lot of you know, the first couple, the first twenty four hours really is, is, is crucial um, mm-hmm. for. Any project, um, yeah. not, first, not funding, first and last. You wanna, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. You want to make a good start, and you want to finish strong. So we're, like I said, trying to dot our dot our eyes, cross our teens. Yep, and get set up for there. We we got some really cool rewards uh, that we'll be sharing also in the future. So hopefully, people are excited. Nice. So uh, looking through the gallery here and the cards and uh, the card that you sent us, uh, it looks like you have light. Mediums and a heavy. Uh, ah. Plan on going any bigger than the heavy, uh, i.e., Battletech uh, Assault Max? Never say never. But that was the design <laughs> choice, actually, early on to kind of separate a little bit, is not going to the heavy assault classes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Afrites are a little. Little smaller than like Battletech scale varies. Well, yeah, so that's right. Wild. It matters who you ask. Yeah, <laughs> um, but like, kind of. I mean, if we're going lore wise, the biggest defeats in the game would be maybe like three story building in height, uh, or between between one, two, and three story buildings. Hmm. And uh, we're we, we're not going into hundred ton territory yet, uh, but never say never. There's going to be uh, tanks and things like that too, infantry, that kind of stuff in the game. Uh, right now, it's the course that is just uh, focused on the uh, freets, mm. but definitely um, we got some ideas been working with to get uh, airplanes, oh, tanks, right, yeah. or mm. infantry, uh, making them mechanically different. Yeah, that's a uh, question. Still yeah. fit in hmm. the game, but there, we got some ideas we're looking at. But cool. it's there's you got so many ideas and so many things you want to do. That's, that's the really, expansion, right? You got to yeah, You got to pump go. yeah. the brakes. You got to be slow yeah. and not do everything. <laughs> yeah, get, get the base hard. game out, and then you see how that does, and then we'll oh, yeah. everybody I mean, will be we clamoring got, for more after a little bit. There you go. I mean, so many inspirations, but like physical combat and. You know, um, the clans, that's kind of set up in the game. They're, they, not saying that the clans, but, you know, that storyline 
yeah. could maybe be coming in the future. Invasion. That leads up to my one question I wanted to ask later on at the end here, but uh, since you brought it up, we'll ask it now. Are you are you clan or no clans via Battletech? Oh, my friends will tell you I'm a dirty clanner. <laughs> you just lost Pat. Pat, Pat just... Uh... <laughs> um, it's just... It, it's so hard to be because we play battle value and yeah. okay. it's just so expensive to run any, we, uh, anything clan is just, um, I don't know how those guys ever did so good. They did during the invasion because, <laughs> yeah. um, their, their battle value is just out of whack. It's, well, it's originally it was the other way where it was just too, they're too powerful. And they, I think they overcompensated with the game and they made them way too. It's br- yeah, it's brutal. And my, my, my buddies play zombie mechs. So, um, <laughs> Uh, I can't drop those things, and they they're killing me pretty quickly. But yeah, cl- dirty clanner. Dirty Which man. clan though? Which, what clan are you at least? Uh, clan clan wolf right. in exile. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Is that your thing too, bro? You yep, wolf? I'm clan wolf. Yep. Woo. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you bring it up, but like that was actually a big influence on the game's design. I don't know if you read any like those source books growing up like oh, the yeah. clan wolf source book you know those stories that they would tell about the the invasions of, of Tuckayid and <laughs> um the rock or wherever you know like you know they would drop down and they got ambushed in the swamp or you know jade falcon was was too um too cocky and so <laughs> didn't had, too am, ammo dependent and so when the battle went long they like their their uh Missile bays went dry and they had to retreat. Like that whole kind of tactical feel of those battles was actually a big influence on the game design to try and get that into the card game. So you have to like pull your guys back to base for repairs and yeah, upgrades and then, and then move them back up to the front. So there really is, um, it kind of feels a little grand. Yeah. A lot more strategy epic. going on. Yeah, it's not just attack, attack, attack. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's logistics and supply lines. It's really kind of cool. But those source books were kind of the inspiration for that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, um, but yeah, okay. I was just gonna ask if you could give us a little overview of the uh, fluff, the history of it, the where these freaks come from, that kind of stuff. Unless it's uh, you got the whole backstory. I see on the website, like you go right for like a hundred years of backstory here. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, uh, like I said, I have entrepreneurial ADD, so I'm an amateur screenwriter <laughs> as well. Uh, but yeah, you've got to have a good story. So Redline is, is near future. I think the game is set in 2060, which is not far away, yeah. 40 years. And uh, you see right now um, space is being commercialized in SpaceX and you know going to Mars, you know, Elon Musk car is still on his way to mars right now <laughs> so like what let's start from that point and let's say you know like uh, space exploration becomes more commonplace and becomes commercialized like what would happen and so in the in the world of redline um asteroid mining is, is coming in the near future and that really changes the economy and all these rare earth metals and access to new minerals flooding into earth is a technological boom right um, going into the moon is no problem now. Even Mars colonies are being developed. And there's this golden age of space travel um, where space is, again, common and profitable and and uh, helping everybody out, right? But humanity being the way they are, um, <laughs> space isn't big enough, and so there's conflict as they fight over the, the 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 wealth in the asteroid belt and there's a cold war going on not on earth we don't want to blow that up but there's a there's a war going on in space and mm. uh the afrites are invented during this time with this new technology is a is kind of a better uh weapon they can fight in space and it's adaptable kind of like battletech mechs you know they're they can go in any terrain uh but anyway so afrites are invented during this technological expansion and uh, where the game takes place is after this kind of, they call it the solar war um, factions on earth have been pushed out and have to take refuge on Mars. 
the Crimson Pact of Mars is what they are called. And then the remaining Earth-based forces have to kind of cluster together, and there's conflict between these two sides um, in just about 40 years. And that, I don't know, man, 2020 going the way it is, we may be... You underestimate how fast. But yeah, it, it takes place in the near future, so... So what are the factions that uh, you're playing right now? So right now there's the the Mars-based Crimson Pact of Mars. They're kind of like a a combination of kind of like Russian and Chinese outcasts who kind of lost control of the Earth. You got the United Nations of Earth, the UNE, who are kind of like United States, Japan, England. Um, They're kind of the last ones standing on Earth, but they have to... There's this huge population of people left behind. They gotta like take, you know, watch over and secure. So they're not in good shape. Uh, the CPM is trying to establish themselves on Mars. And there's a third <clears throat> faction that uh, has an exodus and escapes. Um, it, these are like your, uh, called the, the Brimea, Brazil, India, and the Middle Eastern hmm. countries. These are like, because they're not involved in war, these are really the technological powerhouses. They actually invent Afrites, um, but they get sick and tired of it, <clears throat> and so they just <laughs> leave it and leave. <laughs> and where they go, um, I don't know. And, and, and if and will they come back? Come back? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, but uh, they're gone. So that's a faction who's missing right nice. now. Nice. I like how it's uh, just within our galaxy or our uh, solar system. I like how it's yeah. That's I like that a lot. Where it's Mars versus Earth kind of thing. That's kind of fun. Keep it local. Keep it different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's you. You want to make sure you're different from other properties out there, but you know, you want to try and make it relatable and stuff. So yeah. But yeah. That was a. That was part of the plan. Yeah, the think locally, uh, fight globally. That kind of thing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> fight solarly. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, man, you got it. I don't know if you said this, but uh, do you know what two factions you're looking to put in the starter set? Yeah, so right now it's the UNE versus the CPM, the Earth versus Mars. They do have different strengths and weaknesses. They got different uh, afrites and stuff like that. There's common cards that both can pull from. Uh, That's cool. Uh, If the game, if, again, don't count your chickens before they're hatched. (laughs) Um, But there's also, in the lore, uh, there's like a, a Merc faction we're thinking of with some mm. different Merc-based mechanics. Uh, industrial mining was a big part of the game. And so, you know, there could be like companies <clears throat> and these would be like a freets of like drills and torches oh. and jackhammers. Um, but again, like I said, you don't want to do everything at once. No, yeah, and, yeah. And keep um, it between the two factions at first and then, yeah. So two at first, we'd like to add two more. And then those, those guys that are missing, I don't know what's going to happen to them. <laughs> so once again, with, oh. with the uh, freaks you're showing on the page, the ones with the star are the, uh, Mars and then the, the eagle is the U and E. Yeah, yeah. So they got those ah. symbols. Um, oh, heck. I'm going to go wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So check go to go to the website check it yeah, out. We're, that's what's out there now. That's what I'm looking at them. <laughs> and uh, each faction's got different strengths and abilities and weaknesses. Um, if you play Magic, um, different colors do different things, and so kind of that's in the game as well. Yeah, we noticed the different uh, weapon systems seem to have different <laughs> colors and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, yeah. So Very like. Excited. With the preview card, so we sent you guys a, a, a preview card. I know people can't really see it right now, but just a. We'll definitely put it up on the uh, web page and on the Facebook page too, so you can check it out. Yeah, check it out there. Go to the redlinegame.com uh, to see the rest of them. Uh, but just to kind of show you some of the the care maybe and thought we put into it. So each unit, each of has some basic stats. Uh, BattleTech is so complex with engine sizes and endo steel and internal, you know, <laughs> but you can make anything you want. But so there, there's some customization here is that each of has got a basic attacks value and armor value and a speed value. Cause that's really important yeah. in battle tech, right? Little guys are a little harder to hit. Uh, the bigger guys are chunkier and slower. Uh, each of has certain upgrade slots. So, um, you know, and those are the ones on the bottom. Yeah, so like, you know, in Battletech, you know, I mean, Omnimax, I guess you could put anything into those, but um, I know the 
some of the video games have maybe limited it. So like there's a missile pod or a laser arm. So you can only put laser weapons mm. kind of class, yeah, we- yeah. put weapons in certain classes. So each of free can only be upgraded with certain weapon cards. Um, some, some can take missiles, some can't. So that makes them unique. They got special abilities. You can put unique pilots in them that also give them new abilities. Really upgrading your mechs is a big, <clears throat> a freeze is a big part of the, <laughs> of the game. So they are, you know, a base model's fine, but you want to make it a little bit more durable. Yeah, yeah. So uh, upgrading them is, is a is a big part of the game. I do like also we're talking about colors, but you everything has symbols too. So even for the colorblind, have you thought of that? I can see that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really smart. That's a, that's a good thing to do. Oh yeah, I mean that's a big you know being playing card games. You want to make it easy to read. Um, you don't want to break the instruction book out all the time. So we put a lot of thought into those designs, yeah. the frames, so you can kind of get at a glance, just get all the information you need. Think of a a mech sheet, an armor sheet, uh, and just if you've never even played Battletech, what a mess of dots. Oh, yeah. it's what, What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so super simplified and just make it easy to understand and play with these things. It, it works pretty good. Yeah, even from just talking with you, you could just describing what everything is. It's like, oh, I understand this. I understand that. Like, it's it's very clear. And it's, and it's uh, fun. It, yeah. it makes it fast. Um, you can, you know, put special weapons in your deck and, and upgrade them with new abilities, like I said, and... Um, it's really fun, you know, just like in Battletech to, you know, put a, you know, dual goth cannons on something and go <laughs> take that to town. You can load up some special cannons on here and, and do a lot of damage. Critical hits. The game has critical hits. Oh, oh nice. Didn't even mention that. So there's your comeback mechanic. Uh, you could get a headshot. You could do an engine hit <laughs> and then cripple that guy for the rest oh. of the game. So yeah, that's, that's a big awesome. part of the game too. That's perfect. It's fun. It's really fun. Nice. Uh, is there anything else you could think to add, uh, Cameron? I think we've covered pretty much a lot of it. I think I think that's it. Um, we're uh, gearing up, like I said, for a, um, a mid-July launch. Go to redlinegame.com and uh, check it out. Uh, we got card gallery. We got some rules. We got a lot of the, the, the art. We just saw uh, you. Uh, you posted up that uh, build a mech kind of competition oh, you're doing right now. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes, that's a good way to end it. So we just started today um, the uh, the Afrit project. So talk to Huda, our designer, and um, one of the coolest things when we started was I got to uh, one of the Afrits in the game, the Tiger Cat. That was like my mech in Battletech growing up. That's something I made and always used. And uh, to work with him and actually take that design from as a, a kid and make it into like a real 3D model now was a really cool experience. And so uh, we want to open that up to fans of the game and give them a chance to pitch in. And as a community, let's build a, a freak together. So if you go yes. to our Twitter um, which is at Studios Throw, I believe. Uh, every day we got a poll, and I think today we're going with kind of leg style. Do yep. you want chicken legs, quads, regular, whatever? Mm-hmm. But, you know, tomorrow we'll do maybe like weapons or the weight size or the faction or abilities. It will it'll take a while. But then uh, Huda will, will mock that up. He'll make it up, and it will be an actual – card and a unit and maybe even like a 3d mini uh that you can say you help make so that's kind of cool that's nice yeah and we did share that to our uh mobile armor radio facebook page so anybody can go there and find the link to the twitter so yeah thank you yeah Um, right there every day different different thing Uh, i'm a little worried when it comes to naming it uh, <laughs> you don't want Mecky Mech Mech face? <laughs> my my brother suggested that right before I got Mech on. Mech you're, you're the second. You're yeah, that down. <laughs> but, well, that's just yeah, the we'll, classic. Unfortunately, that's that's what you get when you ask the crowd what they want to name something. <laughs> it, it gets the vote. Twenty sixty. It's not that far in the future. That's true. You know what? It could be a throwback to, to a meme. <laughs> they they may be doing that in the future. Who knows? Maybe. You definitely have yeah, to give that to some Merck company then at that point. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, It'll, uh, great! Now it's it's practically done. done deal now. <laughs> we'll fight against it. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. All right. So uh, the game is called Redline. Uh, uh, the game's called. Sorry. 
I'm sorry, I was just kind of recapping. So the game's called Redline. You're looking to start the Kickstarter in July-ish? Mid-July. Um, check us out. If you don't like it, hey, appreciate the time. Uh, like but it. if you like the old Battletech CC, Yeah, I can't see if you're not liking it after seeing this. And you're listening to our show. It's right up to everyone's alley, I think. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I would hope so. If you like the tabletop, if you like the CCG, because uh, there was an old Battletech car game a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, if you like Magic now, Warhammer, whatever, it really is kind of a, a really good blend of all those different genres, and uh, it's it's unique, it's fun, it looks it looks awesome, and it, it plays just as well. It's really cool. That's so check great. us out. Give us give us your time. So follow them on their Facebook page, uh, Savings Throw Studios. Yeah, Savings Throw uh, Studios. Your their Twitter is uh, I had it here in my head. I'll make it easy. Just go to redlinegame.com. All those links are there. Like, yeah, there you go. that's easy way to do it. Yep. Oh, you <laughs> click on what you want, and if you uh, like, you said, if you if you like it, follow us. And if not, I appreciate the time. So we'll definitely have the we'll have the links in the the show notes here. Uh, it's Studios Throw. Anyways, your Twitter. There we go. And redline.com. You said uh, redlinegame.com for the redlinegame.com. Yeah. Cool. So. Uh, Please follow. Check out the Kickstarter. This is looks like it's going to turn out to be a very cool card game. Yeah, we'll have to have uh, you on after the Kickstarter ends to to go over what what everything got unlocked and get excited about when it comes out. Do a uh, after action report. On That's that. right. For okay, sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right, Cameron. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, real quick? Uh no. <laughs> uh, I think I said everything I said, so I I'm, I'm all pitched out right now. But awesome. Thanks for the time, guys. I appreciate it. Well, thank well, you for Cameron. coming on. Looks great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much for coming on and reaching out to us. We're, we're uh, glad to be pushing this thing because it's uh, a very excited for it. Actually, put, put a lot of put a lot. And I'm just a regular gamer like everybody else. Like I said, um, you're not not any big studio. We're not any big. We want to make it look legit but um we're just just a regular guy who plays yeah. games on friday with his friends you know but trying to make something awesome <laughs> that's awesome. awesome so cool all, all right. right thanks guys yeah well, thanks very much well, thank you let's exfil out of here all right all right all right thank you cameron for being on the mech bay hanger we are all very excited for redline the card game uh like I can't again. Like we spoke about this enough in the McBear with the artwork on the on the cards look great. The layout looks great. It's the part of the that gets me excited about this game that makes me kind of want to back it. Oh yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I think it's a guarantee. Like there's no chance I'm not backing this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, well, yeah. And it's a pretty, fairly low buy-in. You know, it's cheaper than a commander deck if you're a Magic Gathering player. Uh, for a two-player starter set. So, uh, and it's not a CCG. So I'm definitely gonna. Uh, more interested than I am if it was a CCG. Yeah, I really, I really like that. It's something you can go in. It's like, it, is this all I need to buy? Yeah, if you want, if you want to expand it, you can do this and that. And the other thing, it's like that's that 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 will hook me right in. If it's something I don't need to buy, it's if it's not an arms race at all times. <laughs> so. Yeah, definitely. So uh, check it out, redlinegame dot com. Uh, Save me throw studios at Facebook and. Give him a shout out. Uh, go to his Twitter. Yep, follow it all up. Build the Mac. Help build the Mac for the card game. Uh, check out our Mar page for all the links to the game and a special card that he has given us to share with you guys. Uh, not seen anywhere else. Not even on their web page. So uh, check that out. And I guess that's all we got, right? Yep, I think that covers everything. Stay tuned for next month again. Uh, hopefully, uh, Brian will be back. He'll be fully married, and then he'll be looking for an excuse to get on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, not that we want to get rid of you, John, but yeah. uh, you, you've been a good yeah. good uh, stand-in. But uh, we, well, miss, I, we miss I, Brian kind of and his weird anime. So, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only bonus to me is I'm taller than Brian. That's that, the only thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I've got better facial hair. <laughs> so uh thank you john shout out to john jack cripple fox painting if you need to get some painted yeah yeah cripple uh, fox gaming uh yeah yeah well they've got all that they can rewind it yeah <laughs> rewind it listen to go go make him paint all your mechs 
Yes. Sure. He never gets to paint mechs. He's painting chibi stuff right now. That's so. that's yeah. true. Well, it's a palette cleanser. It's a big surface, and, you know, you got to work on that blending. Got to yes. get that back in. There you go. Uh, sure. <laughs> Mrs. Jack has painted a lot of things for Mantic Games, uh, so. Yeah. If you're ever at, to... If you ever had any of the, uh, the things romantic is, you can look at all the, uh, Hellboy, uh, the Hellboy the demo, stuff. demo the stuff set. The yeah. yeah, yeah, the Hellboy demo <laughs> set. Well, that's, a, when I was demoing it, everybody was loved those, the paint jobs. So. Oh, nice. Well, thank you. It was, and you've done, yeah, Star Saga, I, I was demoing too, where yeah. people ruined it with their greasy little fingers, but oh. it, it did look good originally. <laughs> the, the, the Walker Challenge, all the, all the Walker Challenge stuff, and then somewhere there's, uh, there is a starter set for, with the Bissell Dwarves and Basileans that I did way back when, when, uh, yes. the War was still second edition. That I really had, that was the first thing I did for Mantic, and I went, you know what, this is really neat. So, uh, yeah, if you are looking to get stuff painted and don't want to do it yourself, <laughs> Uh, John at Cripple Fox Games would be love to do it. Oh, I, I may. Yes, I would. I, I'm mm. not going to regret this at all. No, at all. <laughs> so, uh, who knows? Maybe if we get here. one person to if, to to get uh, something painted from you, I'll, I'll consider that a success. So I, 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 I like it. You know, and and it's because it gives me an excuse to just leave all my projects that I have sitting here on my desk just sitting here and mocking me. It's like, no, I have to do this. This person's actually paying me to do stuff. Nice. <laughs> Alright, so for Mobile Arm Radio episode 25, or season 3, episode 1, I've been Chopper. I've been Rob. And I'm John Jack. We'll see you guys next month in August. August. Bye-bye. This has been Mobile Armor. Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at M Armor Radio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, mobilearmorradio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month for more mecha discussion. 